Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Your official station to talk Knicks. The Fan 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. McPherson on the fan inside the one o'clock hour. Freestyle Friday. I got to come up with some raps. This beat was the first beat I ever rapped on on WFAN in February of 2022. 42 Doug, 2 Million Dollars Worth of Game is the song. Right now, I got no rhymes. I got no raps. And I'm on at 7. I know somebody's going to expect some type of freestyle Friday. I'll work on it. Anywho, back to the sports. Just adding to some things that I've spoken on. I mean, you know, WFAN, I always say this mic is powerful. These hosts are powerful. Our voices are powerful. The things that we say, they they travel, they carry through the internet, through other people's conversations. I I don't know how many times I've met somebody and something that was said on air that stuck with someone comes back to me from another host. And I'm just like, yeah, bro, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and as much as we're a team, we're all individuals. As much as we're pulling the same rope, I think we all do our own thing. Um, and You know, about a week ago, a little more than a week ago, the guys all went to the Islanders game and, uh, you know, there's been some chatter about that through the week. Uh, I think Sal is, is great. I think Sal's ability to just not care about what people think. Like, out of everybody here, I think Sal gives zero Fs the most. Like, he will, he, will, he, he wore an Islanders hoodie in here today. <laughs> I'm looking at the videos that came out today. He's right, he's repping a fresh-ass Islanders hoodie. I remember last winter... Um, seeing him with Islanders gear on when he was doing the overnights and coming in. I'm like, damn, where'd you get that Islanders vest? <laughs> you guys have heard me say that before. He he just says, like, yeah, I you know, made friends with the owner. You know, we go over there. We have access to the suite. We get free merch, whatever. But I know that, like, that ruffles people's feathers that, you know, just makes some people uh, feel a certain kind of way because he's a Rangers fan, right? I remember being on paternity leave and listening um, to the fan after the Rangers Devils series and wishing we had a Devils fan or myself on 
to talk about the Devils because everything was through the eyes of Rangers fans. And uh, I felt like the Devils weren't properly represented. But, you know, I don't think there ever will be any crossover with Rangers fans pretending to be Devils fans or going to the game or whatever. I think it, it's me and, and Reco. Is there another Devils fan? Colt, Colton is here behind the glass wearing a, a Devils hoodie. Uh, I don't think we have that many Devils fans here at WFAN. But I know we have Rangers fans and Islanders fans. And it's no coincidence that the power of WFAN, right? WFAN goes to UBS Arena. And they bring all the guys out there. And they have Sal hit the drum, bang the drum. They put Geo, Sal, BT on the big screen. And don't look now. The Islanders are right under the Rangers in the Metropolitan Division standings. And the Isles have ripped off how many games in a row? One, two, three, four wins in a row. Dave in Comac, New York. What's up, Dave? You're on the fan. Hey, Keith. How are you? I'm great. Of course I'm an Islander fan. And and I was going to say, they're coming for Sal's Rages. (laughs) (laughs) That's gonna and, be that's gonna be the interesting conversation when it's like, oh, let me see when's the when's the next time the Rangers play? Big February. Okay, so we got a little while. Right, but here's the thing: I think by the end of next week, the Islanders are quote unquote temporarily going to take over first place. And I say temporarily because realistically, I don't care what anybody says. I look at this for the big picture. Even the game that they won last night, they couldn't hold the lead. Yeah, this team is not winning the Stanley Cup. When they beat the Rangers, that's going to be the Stanley Cup for them. And you know what's funny? On all things Islanders on Facebook, you should hear the nasty comments that I'm getting telling me that I should see a psychiatrist because I'm saying that the Islanders aren't making the playoffs. If they do, they'll be done in four or five or six games uh, in the first round, and they need to rebuild. And the handwriting is already on the wall as far as uh, Malkin already selling. And I think the next shoe to drop is going to be Ledecky. He's going to sell because the shopping center is already built. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when he owned the Capitals, when the when the Verizon Center was built, he sold out. And I, I think that's going to be the next thing. Is But Becky really doesn't care. He only cares about putting fans in the seats. He's a cheerleader. And when everything is said and done, he's going to sell out and leave the team in shambles. Because right now it's in shambles, regardless of the Band-Aid approach to improving the team, like Riley and this other strange-sounding Italian name, Boschito, is that his name? Um, you would know better than me how to pronounce his name. I couldn't remember the name, so if I if I pronounce it wrong or I got the name wrong, uh, you have to forgive me. But these are just band-aid fixes. This team resembles the Rangers seven years ago at this point, when uh, before uh, Dolan got smart and rebuilt the entire team. And I think the Rangers are in better a uh, better shape right now, and are in a better position to win the cup. Regardless of the fact that I'm really an Islander fan, Flagelman knows I'm an Islander fan, Steve Summers knows I'm an Islander fan, because I used to basically have a little bantering with uh, with Steve over the year, and Flagelman. The Icelanders, yeah. Right, the Icelanders, right, and the 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 the, uh, the uh, docks on Old Country Road. Mm-hmm. Right, and so you know they know I'm an Islander fan, and many of the Ranger fans at the station hate me because of that fact, uh, and Miriam will attest to that. We haven't heard from her in a while, but uh, I think realistically, the Islanders may be in first place by next week. But 
they're not going to make the playoffs, and there's plenty of analysts that said this at the beginning of the season, that the Islanders are not going to make it. Shannon from the hockey guy on YouTube, the same thing. Gil Martin doesn't think they'll make it, if, or if they do, they've done it in the first round. So I'm not the only one to say rebuild now. In fact, that they're doing better now makes those players more valuable in a trade, that they should be looking to trade them now while they still have some value left. So stay with me here. Um, and actually, Miriam called on Tuesday, and I think she called right after the Devils beat the Islanders, and that was an exciting win for the Devils, obviously having to pull our goalie and then you know hang and, and then come back and, and pretty much steal that one. But with the Islanders right now on this winning streak, it wasn't too long ago that they had that like six game losing streak. Let me right. go back. And then to, there was another one that they lost three or four in a row before th- that. This is an exactly so as an Islanders fan, what is their biggest flaw or what's the biggest thing that makes you think that they can't be consistent? Because Bec- uh, it's well, a roller coaster right now. The main thing that I'm seeing right now is you got two goaltenders. If you watch the YouTube videos, and I've been saying this for so many years already, and Daniel McCartney or McCartuck uh, and uh, Laurie Rubinson have heard me say this a few times, and that is if you watch the YouTube videos, you're going to see Varlama and Sorokin too far left, too far right, two to three feet out of the net, can't get back. I thought Sorokin was the guy. I've had, no, I've had callers no. say Sorokin's the best goalie in, in the tri-state Absolutely area. Not. You know what it is? Everybody brags about, oh, look at all the shutouts. No, 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 no. Well, I want you to look at how many goals he's given up that wind up being open net losses. That, I don't want to hear about how many shutouts he's had. How many losses did he have, especially during the playoffs, to Tampa Bay Lightning, right, where he was too far out of the net. Game five of the uh, 2021, of, uh, when they played Tampa Bay in the conference finals, Right, gave up eight goals, and most of them were too far out of the net. Vasilevsky stays in the net. That's why that guy won multiple cups. But nobody on the island says to him, hey, listen, we can't afford to give up any goals. You've got to stay in the net. Don't come out like you're doing it. The only goalies that get away with that were Kelly Rudy, Glenn Healy, uh, Billy Smith. Those guys can get away with it and still have time to get back into the net and stop the puck. This guy can't do that. Neither can Valama because Valama's got two bad knees. Mm-hmm. This is that. That's that's the main thing. And then you got Barzell with his stupid penalties, uh, and uh, half the time he doesn't score. Like during the playoffs in that game, what was it? Game six, or game seven in 2021, where they only scored one goal. I think that's the one goal that he scored. Right, nobody else could score any goals when it really they really needed to get a goal. Uh, and half the time they don't play any defense. Like uh, what? What was it? They gave up uh, uh, what? Seven goals? Actually, a couple games ago they scored seven goals, but so what? It was against uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets. What? They what's gave the up worst? five to the Bruins, um, and then they gave up seven earlier this season to the Avalanche. Okay, right. That's who. Gil Martin, uh, who has a YouTube video called Locked On Islanders, right? Uh, one of the teams that we talked about, me and him on Facebook, uh, said to me that, uh, I says, who do you think is going to, of the teams that are going to win the Stanley Cup? And one of them he mentioned was Colorado. I said New Jersey, Florida, or maybe Boston, right? He's mentioned there's one more, Colorado. If, uh, he thought that, that they're a chance, that they'll have uh, a good chance of winning the Cup this year. And uh, I tend to agree with that. That's possible, too. 
But uh, the main thing is just because you rebuild, like I've been saying all along, doesn't mean that the fans are going to leave the seats empty. If the fans see that the seats that they're making an effort to rebuild the team, so long term they're going to be better off and have a better chance of winning the cup. Because you're not winning the cup in the next five years right now because of the fact that they've done nothing to rebuild. They get all these bad contracts. You really have some two inconsistent goalies. You don't have the defense. The team is slow and old. You look at the Devils in Florida, how far they went in the playoffs, and how fast the Devils were when they played the Rangers. You know, they found a way to overcome uh, the the, uh, the Rangers forwards with speed, right? That's what the Islanders need. But Ledecky only wants to do this with a Band-Aid approach because he wants to put fannies in the seats. And I say to the fans, you shouldn't be going to the games now, even though they're winning, because, no, they're not going to do anything about rebuilding the team. Yeah, that, that works for the Islanders. That never works for the Yankees. Last thing for you, I mean, I just looked at the schedule, and you said the next time that they face the Rangers is – February, that's the stadium series. That's that's Sunday, February 18th in MetLife Stadium. I think a decent amount of people are showing up to that. I'm well, trying to go to the, the Flyers-Devils game the day before. If snow on the ground, you may not see anybody there. Yeah, yeah. And so, I, it's, it's supposed to start uh, dumping on us this winter with snow. We we dodged it last year, so I feel like there's no way we dodge it back-to-back years. But, Keith, here's the, here's the main thing. If, you can't, if they can't beat Boston... If you can't beat Carolina, if you can't beat New Jersey, and maybe you can't beat Pittsburgh, because Pittsburgh got a new player there. They predicted that Pittsburgh was going to finish ahead of the Islanders. The Islanders were just going to miss the playoffs, right? If you can't beat all those teams, you aren't winning. You aren't going to make it to the Stanley Cup final. You're not even going to sniff the Stanley Cup. The, the cup they'll be sniffing is the teacup on the, on the, the, uh, the black, best page black if they're lucky. Thanks for the call, Dave. <laughs> Nobody cares about hockey, Boomer. Yeah, it's funny. Um, <laughs> one of my boys literally hit me today because, like, I don't know. I like hockey now, man. And I get it. Like, I I didn't watch it growing up. And I know a lot of homies don't watch hockey. Uh, but, I like, the more I'm learning about it, the more I'm watching it, the more I'm getting sucked in, the more I'm like, yo, I should have been doing this earlier. And I'm going back to when I was a kid. When I was a kid, I I watched the Rangers and I watched the Devils and they won Stanley Cups back-to-back years. And I kind of just fell off of it because, I don't know, Michael Jordan came up in like 96. I started getting more into basketball. And I think the NHL locked out for a little bit. I got to go back and actually check that history. But I remember being young and just like, you know, when you're a kid, you – you flip from Ninja Turtles to Power Rangers. I flip from hockey to basketball. But, nah, man, I love going to uh, the games at the Rock. That's what I was saying. Like, I'm, I can drive to Prudential Center in 20 minutes. It takes me an hour and 20 minutes to drive to UBS Arena. Which one do you think I'm doing? There's a 0% chance that I go to a hockey game without having an alcoholic beverage. I'm, I'm going to have at least one. And if I'm going to have one, I'm not going to have just one. I'm going to have at least two. Tom is in Westchester. What's up, Tom? You're on the fan. Hey, Keith. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for calling. Sure. Uh, that previous caller was really negative about the Islanders. I mean, they've they've lost one regulation game in their last 15 games, and they've done it with their two best defensemen hurt. 
Yeah, let's hear the other side because that's what I'm saying. They're rolling right now. I know they had the losing streak, but now they're winning, and it seems like some of the fans are believing. I mean, Dave and Comac's not believing, but maybe Tom and Westchester does. Yeah, yeah, they've actually shocked me. I mean, uh, to, to go on that kind of streak, and, and they lost their two best defensemen, and, and they got uh, uh, some other guys hurt. I mean, when they all come back healthy, if they're doing, if they're doing this. Uh, with 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 injuries, I mean it's it's it looks good. So I don't know why he was so down. Um, I think and, he he was he was thinking uh you know deeper than I guess the guys on the ice. He's talking about ownership. He's talking about the future. He's talking about uh, you know owner planning on selling and uh, putting you know people in the seats and fans shouldn't be going. And I guess he's trying to look down the road into the future more. But nobody knows the future. No, but their window is really uh, is is they're looking at the next within the next three four years. I mean, after that, who knows? But with the contracts and the guys aging out, they got another three years to be to be in it. And the East isn't that good to begin with. All the all the good teams are really in the West. The only good teams in the East are like uh, Boston and and Florida is still good. Um, Jersey's wrecked with injuries, so so I don't see the Devils, the Rangers, um, the Rangers. They they're I mean they're um, I think they're doing it with smoke and mirrors. They've lost like they've lost like four out of five games, and they're coming they back to reality. Too. But the but that division is really strong. I wanted to ask you before I left when when your crew went out to. Uh, UBS to watch watch the arena uh, at, at the game. Um, I mean, uh, and that was all good, but I, I tuned in the other night around midnight. It was after one of the Islander wins. They beat either Toronto or um, uh, Anaheim last night. And I was waiting for the score because I missed the game. And, and you guys didn't even give the score. The so update, they didn't have it in the update? No, nah, they didn't have it in the update. So I was wondering, you know, like, <laughs> No, What's I mean, the point? What's the point of that? You, you, you obviously went out there to have Islander fans listen to the station, and then except for you, I haven't heard much Islander talk on the station yeah. at all. <laughs> I laugh because, like, I've read that on – I've literally read that on Twitter. Someone said something about not hearing the score, and then there was, like, a, a few people that were replying to WFAM posting, and they're like, you guys don't even talk about the Islanders. You guys don't even talk about hockey. Um <laughs> Right. I don't know. It's that's but that's why I said we it's it's winter, it's December. We should be talking about the NBA. We should be talking about the NHL. But instead we're gonna spend every single hour talking about Tommy DeVito and Zach Wilson. Right. And then I they are not gonna make the playoffs anyway. It's, it's <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Or 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 uh or twenty two uh seven baseball, which right. I don't or, yeah, or we're we're gonna talk about Yamamoto who's who's probably not even gonna sniff New York. He's he's ready to join his boy Otani in L.A., and then we'll never mention him again. Right, right, right. But, but I mean, the uh, the owners gave all your crew Islander jerseys. Could you at least update, give us the updates uh, on on your? Uh, yeah, that's got to that's got to be in a in a Slack message or an email. Like, hey, fellas, you guys are over there eating and drinking and repping the Islanders. It's got to be uh, part of the programming as well. That's yeah, above my yeah, pay grade, yeah. though. I just I come in and do my own show, and I try to mention some hockey. And you know, just keep some some puck. Obviously, I lean Devils, but I, I'll take calls on the Islanders, Rangers, anything in, in the NHL. We should. 
Yeah, no, I'm glad you're getting into it. It's the greatest sport in the world. And uh, I just wish uh, you guys had covered a little more. Don't be such hypocrites. Not you, but the station shouldn't be such hypocrites and, you know, try and go out there and win over Islander fans and then ignore us. So, uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's funny. I, anyway. I wasn't there. I wasn't trying to go, say, but well. here I am taking Islanders calls. Thanks for the call, Tom. <laughs> 877-337-6666. I mean, I I do, I just, I don't know. When I come in, I have a bunch of things in my notes. Like, I, I have things I want to add right now. Like, 70 million people watched Shohei Otani's press conference today. Did you? I did. I watched the whole thing. And it really got me to thinking about what the Dodgers are building, what they're doing over there, and, you know, Yamamotani. And then also, as I was talking about the Golden State Warriors, and I know Evan and Tiki led their show with, the take that the next NBA superstar that would be available is Steph Curry, and he's potentially going to be coming to the New York Knicks, which I don't believe at all, but I, th- I thought it was a good, you know, take and uh, something that they cooked up to not just keep beating the drum about Tommy Cutlets. I just saw that Klay Thompson went out there and balled tonight. And I was saying Klay Thompson is washed. I was just saying Klay Thompson is finished. And that's part of the problem with the Warriors, right? Draymond suspended. They just put Andrew Wiggins on the bench. Uh, Clay Thompson, I think he led all scorers for the Warriors tonight. In their game, he had 30 points. So maybe he's not washed. And that's the thing about hockey and basketball. I think we want to jump to season conclusions in the first two months. You know, like midway through November, midway through December. These guys are just getting started. It, they're just getting into the rhythm and flow of, of playing multiple games a week and competing, and we don't know anything about anything. So, uh, man, I'll, I'll entertain your calls on hockey, on basketball. I have some more notes on football and the uh, baseball offseason, winter meetings type stuff. Not winter meetings, hot stove type stuff. Um, we'll, we'll get back to it. I, I want to talk about the free agents that are still out there, still available, and um, – I want to talk about this NFL slate more in depth coming up because there's Saturday games, Sunday games. If you're a better, if you're a fantasy football player, I I do want to close the show um, talking more about uh, week 15 in the NFL and the top remaining free agents. So we'll do that after we take this break. Keith McPherson on the fan. I'll be right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, 
the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Let's talk about it. 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. Right about now. Okay. Right back at it on the fan. Not too much time here. Not much time to waste. 25 minutes or so. KM to 2 a.m. Uh, C-Max coming up next, so you guys can call him and ask him about the Islanders game, the Rangers, the Islanders rivalry, and uh, all that good stuff. But yeah, I wanted to talk about the uh, remaining free agents, at least some of the big names, and then um, going to the uh, NFL Week 15 slate of games and matchups. So uh, MLB put this out today, and it caught my eye, and I started thinking about the Yankees and the Mets, but more so the Mets. I I think that the whole Yamamoto thing, I, I think it's a waste of time. Especially like today you're watching Otani and you you hear that the Angels didn't match the offer from the Dodgers. It was always the Dodgers. It was never anyone else. It was always the Dodgers. And, you know, I do some side work for Bleach Report and I go on the app and I do 30-minute streams on uh, baseball and football, really. Some basketball, I've done a couple of nets, but... My my lane is is NFL football, specifically talking about quarterbacks, MVP rankings, and baseball, talking about uh, the Yankees or you know off season targets. And I've been following this Otani thing for months, and I I have never wavered from the fact that I thought he would be a Dodger. Now Yamamoto, I mean I had the Yankees, I had the Dodgers, I never really had the Mets, but but like I think the Met fan needs to think about. What's life after Yamamoto? What happens if we don't get Yamamoto? Like, you know, you just heard me say, I think Sal has a great ability to have no Fs given, like not care, not give a F about what people think about his fandom or his takes or his opinions. That's that's what I think his strongest suit is, that he has his own thoughts, his own takes, own opinions, and he's not swayed by callers. He's not swayed by the internet. He thinks for himself. He comes in, he gets on the mic, he says what he has to say. But, like, his latest take today about Yamamoto wanting to be the guy and, like, the only guy on the team, I just don't think that that... Like, none of us know who Yamamoto is, but I don't think that that's a thing. I don't think at 25 years old, he's a kid. I don't think he's trying to come over here as a kid and say, I want to be the best player on the team. I want to be the marquee guy. And with the Mets, he wouldn't be anyway. He'd be following Kodai Senga because Kodai Senga came over here last year. He'd be following him up. Kodai Senga is recruiting him. So the last thing would be the money and the fact that Steve Cohen went out there to Japan, but like all these teams have gone out there to Japan to watch him pitch. And I don't think it gives him a leg up that like he had a French cuisine with his family. Uh, Like the Dodgers are chilling in LA. They're meeting him in LA, like with Mookie Betts and, and Freddie Freeman and Shohei. And the Yankees went out there to try and I don't know, get Hideki Matsui, maybe Tanaka or whoever. I don't even know if those guys, I, I think those were rumors that those were guys were there. I just, I don't know. For me, Yamamoto wants to join Otani and join a winning franchise like the Dodgers or maybe the Yankees, but the Yankees don't have another Japanese player over here. So it's just all signs to me point to the Dodgers. So 
what happens after, right? Then you're going to look at the, like, Blake Snells of the world. I don't think Blake Snell pitches for the Mets or the, the Yankees this upcoming season. Jordan Montgomery, there's a report out there. And I had Jared Carabas on Tuesday who confirmed it. Um, Jordan Montgomery's wife, whatever her business is, I think she does some type of dermatology or something. She's out there in Boston um, working and doing, you know, her job, her business. And he's living with her in the offseason. So I think there's a, a real thought that Jordan Montgomery signs with the Red Sox, but I also think he might want to be a Met. I think he he's spiteful against the Yankees. But some people are saying that the Yankees could sign him. Here's the list that MLB put out of top remaining free agents, uh, free agent bats. I think that the one name on here makes a lot of sense for the Mets, and I know I'm not the first to say it. Uh, I've kind of stayed away from the Ronnie Mauricio topic because, like, it's, it's not something, like, I don't know. I, I feel bad about it. It's not something I wanted to talk about. It's just like, man, it's so unfortunate. Uh, with this offseason being kind of mid right now, with the signings, with people feeling like the Mets are being run like the Milwaukee Brewers, um, with the change of philosophy from, you know, going out and getting the big fish to now kind of playing the background, even though you do have the richest owner in the sport, I just kind of was like, uh, you don't want to lean into the Ronnie, Ronnie Mauricio injury too much. But the thought of bringing Justin Turner home is a real thing. He killed the Yankees last year. He crushed the Yankees. Right? He he even uh, he was the one that hit the ball off John Sterling's head. He he sent that foul ball back, hit John, and signed it for him. Jorge Soler is another proven commodity. He's out there. Jock Peterson, J.D. Martinez. like These are guys that wouldn't cost you that much, but you could bring them. To Queens, and they make an impact. Impact bats. Reese Hoskins, Teoscar Hernandez, Lourdes Gurriel, Mitch Garver, Matt Chapman, and Cody Bellinger were the top remaining free agents. So I just think, you know, we're going to find out next week about Yamamoto. Yamamoto said he wanted to do it the week before Christmas. Next week is the last week before Christmas, with Christmas being Monday the 25th. We could find out, I think, as soon as the 18th. Oh, a week before Christmas, we could find out where Yamamoto's going. And I know there, there's been a lot of hope and and wishing and, you know, putting your, your eggs in the Yamamoto basket. But, like, I don't know. I just, I, like, why wouldn't he want to join Otani with the Dodgers with the way that they structured that contract? They can pay this kid all the money this offseason. Kenny's in Manhattan. What's up, Kenny? You're on the fan. Yeah, hey, Keith. How are you, man? I'm good. Thanks for checking in. I I personally agree with you 100%. I think the way they structured Otani's deal, they could do even do the same kind of deal for him because if everything's back-ended, they could go back to Japan and not pay California and American income tax on the salary once yep. they're back in Japan. Plus, but think about all the ad revenue, all the cable cable subscribers yeah. in, in Japan, all the all the hats, all the jerseys. They could make just they could make enough money to pay those if, contracts just from if that. If they actually <laughs> did get to a World Series with these guys, it's it's a ridiculous amount of money they would actually pull in, and it, that's why they're willing to do it. Yeah, I mean, frankly, I, I, I'm a Yankee fan. I'd love to see Yamamoto on the Yankees. Same. But I think the, Dod- the Dodgers are too smart. I think I think they've outfoxed everyone, and they're they're playing a whole new game about this 
that that no one was ready for, anticipated, or had any clue about. I'm and right there with you. Just, Did you watch the press conference today? The, no, no, no. Uh, but they changed the whole game. I'm watching the press conference today. Thank you for the call, Kenny. And they're trying to get, you know, just the the, the English as a, as not even a second language, but the English barrier and the translator. Like they're trying to get things out of Otani. Like one lady asked him about his Tommy John surgery and why he didn't come out and say it was Tommy John and whatever. It's not going to matter. This guy's going to hit. And then when he can pitch, he can pitch. And he's a global icon. They asked him about the contract and he flat out said, like, I did this because of the collective bargaining tax. I did this so that we can get better players around me. He wants to win a world series, multiple in LA. Like it's just, the writing is on the wall. And for for Otani, Otani has made a good amount of money in Major League Baseball, and he's made a good amount of money outside of Major League Baseball where, like, Yamamoto is not... I don't think Yamamoto is coming through and deferring all of his money. He's going to want some of that money up front. He's young. He's 25. Um, but Otani talked about how he's not sure how long he's going to be able to play, and he's, like, setting up his future. I just, I don't know. I think, just like Kenny said, I think the Dodgers are ahead of the game. I did a stream talking about how the Dodgers were preparing preparing for this um, with the hiring of Lorenzo Skyarino. I had never heard of the guy, but it was like Dodgers named Lorenzo Skyarino, Senior Vice President of Global Partnerships. They did that October 31st. So, like, the season ended... Or, you know, the month ended, and they were already eliminated by then. But they're like, all right, well, let's put everything in place for Otani. We know we're getting him. <laughs> and then when when uh, Dave Roberts basically said, yeah, we talked to him for three hours, and all those people got upset. Dave Roberts was on stage right next to Otani, smiling. They're prepared for it. That I just think, I think it makes too much sense. Uh Yama Soto to me sounded too good to be true. I'm on record here at WFAN saying I don't. I know the Yankees are back with the Juan Soto move. I just, I'm I'm not fooled to think that they get both. And yeah, I know the number is available for the kid. The number is available out there too. Seventeen and eighteen. And if he literally said he doesn't want to be the only Japanese player because that transition is tough. Uh, come on, bro. If you're if you're right next to Shohei, the greatest player ever, as far as what he can do on the field, I think it happens. All right, let's talk football really quick here. I think we got another break, and then we'll come back. No, no break. Okay. Uh, so I've got probably 13 minutes. You just saw tonight, or maybe you didn't saw see tonight. 80 some points scored between two teams that we were thinking would struggle to score 30. You can't make this stuff up. The NFL is nuts. I sat this one out. I'm like, I'm not going to bet this game. I'll wait because there's Saturday games and Sundays games. I'll probably lose all day Saturday and lose all day Sunday and wish still that I bet tonight, but whatever. The Vikings versus Bengals. Josh Dobbs is benched. They're going to go with Nick Mullins. So like, the year of the backup, good grief. We're about to watch Nick Mullins versus Jake Browning Saturday at 1 o'clock. The Steelers 
versus the Colts. Ew. They might as well put Mason Rudolph out there. We're going to watch Mitchell Trubisky versus Gardner Minshew at 430. The Broncos versus Lions. All right. Super Bowl quarterbacks. uh, Two good head coaches. Russell Wilson versus Jared Goff. Sean Payton versus Dan Campbell. Both teams jockeying for position. Both teams are winning records. The Broncos at 7-6. The Lions at 9-4. The Lions are trying to hold on to to their division. The Broncos are trying to sneak in with the wild card. Maybe flirt with their division depending on what the Chiefs do. But I think that's the best game. Save the best for last. Saturday at 8-15. And I think the Broncos might be able to go into the Dome in Detroit and uh, play with the Lions. I mean, the Lions don't scare anybody anymore. And I remember a time in the season where people were saying the Lions were the best team in the NFL. Oh, look at Dan Campbell and what he's done with the Lions. I mean, they lose to Jordan Love and the Packers on Thanksgiving. And you're thinking twice about that. The Falcons and Panthers will kick off Sunday's slate of games at 1. Not too much to write home about there. Desmond Ritter versus Bryce Young. And the thing about Desmond Ritter, even though he started off as a starter, he got benched. <laughs> and if Taylor Heineke, like he might he might still be on the bench if Taylor Heineke was healthy and performing. He's not that great. Falcons-Panthers, you expect the Falcons to win that as the Panthers have one win. The Bears-Browns, it won't be Tyson Bagent. Justin Fields is been back for a couple weeks now but Joe Flacco man I I was watching the mic'd up from this week it just kind of auto-populated on my YouTube after the Shohei Otani conference and Joe Flacco gets the game ball he just went out there and threw for 300 yards he's thanking the team for welcome welcoming him in he's like I feel like a 10 year old kid out there let's go do it and I'm listening to their coach uh what's their coach's name Kevin Stefanski I'm listening to their coach talk about that was like a playoff game, man. That wasn't like no playoff game. Browns don't go to the playoffs. I think Baker actually took them a couple years ago. But them beating the Jaguars, now they got a little head of steam. Now they feel like they got a quarterback. They're not rolling out there with DTR and um, what's my boy's name? P.J. Walker. Joe Flacco, man. Miles Garrett said this guy's a dragon. He he downloads the playbook. He goes out there, throws for 300 yards. You know, the pride of Cedar Grove, not Tommy DeVito, David Njoku. I just learned David Njoku is from Cedar Grove. So I think the Browns continue to roll. The Buccaneers-Panthers. <sighs> Baker Mayfield versus Jordan Love, both 6-7 and seven mid-teams. Both teams probably fall out of it, don't make the playoffs. They're fighting for that. Last NFC spot, but can't get too pumped up about that game. The Jets and the Dolphins in Miami with Tyreek slightly compromised. I think he'll play. I think he'll go. And I don't know if you guys saw the word on Tyreek Hill. That guy is a wild guy. (laughs) Tyreek Hill right now, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly has been served two separate paternity lawsuits. There are two women that claim he's the father of their children that were born this year. And he just got married this year to a woman that is not claiming that he's the 
father of her child. I, I don't think. I think this is the third woman, and the third woman is Kenny Vaccaro, um, his sister. And you probably saw her on Black Friday when he scored. He went to the end zone, gave her the ball. Allegedly, there's some woman, and I'm looking at her now. She's got, like, huge, like, fake lips. Like, she's got, like, the lip injection. She's got a baby with a Hill jersey on. And remember, um, Tyreek Hill was on his, like, Twitch channel, his gaming channel earlier this year, and he said that he wants to retire football early. He wants to retire from football early. And then he even went on to say that he wanted to have a second career uh, doing Pino. And I'm like, bro, you got to chill. There are kids on this Twitch watching this stream. Like, you're in the NFL. You're in the running for MVP. You might break records this year. Tyreek Hill's bad. I mean, remember, you know, the audio that was leaked when he, like, beat up his kid? Like, some of these NFL players, man, they let these guys live a ridiculous reality. Sauce Gardner, go down there and strap him up. DJ Reed, you too. This guy's compromised. We saw what happened to him last week with the hip drop tackle. Now they're talking about outlawing that. We'll talk more about that when I have the five-hour KM to AM Football Friday coming up. I got a bunch of things for Football Friday. That's why I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to have time for some raps. I got interviews. I got people to talk to. I want to still talk about the Shohei Otani contract, the opt-out clause, and it's kind of like this is one of the most ridiculous contracts in sports with Otani. But back to the football, man. Uh, as we're trying to figure out, too, who the MVP is going to be, there's going to be some showdowns coming up. Um, but back to the schedule. The Giants-Saints game is very intriguing to me. You got the 5-8 and eight Giants, the 6-7 and seven Saints. There's, the Saints aren't good. The Saints are nothing to be like worried about. The Saints aren't a team that you're looking at like the Giants absolutely can't beat them. But... You know, you're waiting for the carriage to turn back into a pumpkin with the Cinderella story and Tommy DeVito. I don't know. I mean, the Saints' defense is decent. The Superdome's a tough place to play. And I think I heard Boomer saying this, or maybe I read that Boomer said it, talking about the league, and I say it, but in different words. He said something like, you know, uh, the more that the NFL sees you, the like more that they figure, figure you out. And that's what I was saying about Tommy DeVito. Yes, he's been able to progress. Yes, he's impressed all of us. He's a great story, but the NFL stands for not for long. You're not going to just run for 70 yards for long. They're going to figure you out. You're not going to be able to take no sacks for long. They're going to heat you up. They're going to figure you out. And you're going to need everybody else around you to step up and play well. But I'm rooting for the kid. I really do hope that uh, he's able to go down to New Orleans and keep it going and win another game and let the saga Continue. Let the legend continue. Why not? Texans, Titans. I talked about the Texans, and, man, uh, it made me think about the Jets in that game and what the the Jets should be looking to do the rest of the way out is play spoiler. Go down there and knock off the Dolphins. Play spoiler. Because I think when you look at the Texans season and, and what's going to happen if they don't have C.J. Stroud, like the Texans still have to face the Titans twice who beat the Dolphins and now with Will Levis and uh, Derrick Henry and uh, even Hopkins at the end. Of the, like, they're they're still competing. Vrabel has those guys ready to compete. You just heard me talk about Flacco and the Browns. The Texans also have to face the Browns and they have to face the Colts, two teams that are in that wild card hunt. 
there's a chance that the Texans do not make the playoffs, which, I mean, they'll still have a successful season from where they were last year. But there were people riding high saying they were making the playoffs. C.J. Stroud was going to win Rookie of the Year and MVP. And any given Sunday, you could come into the swamps of the Meadowlands and uh, Zach Wilson can be slinging it. (laughs) And you get knocked out of the game and Will Anderson gets hurt. And now their whole season looks different. And D'Amico Ryan's first year as head coach, the Texans got to go to Tennessee and beat the Titans. And the Titans just beat the Miami Dolphins. So they're all in them. They're feeling themselves. The Chiefs, Andy Reid and the Chiefs go up to New England to face Bill Belichick and the Patriots as Bill Belichick is pretty much gone. All the reports coming out this week, they're going to move on from Bill. Wow. I think that, like, those are just reports. And I think if Bill doesn't want to go anywhere else or doesn't find a place of his liking, I don't think he's going to hang it up. I don't think this is going to be his last season. I don't think he's going to go out like this. I think he could find his way back to New England. But Chiefs-Patriots is a get-right game for the Chiefs. I saw another stupid Taylor Swift report that, like, Taylor Swift had her birthday in New York and Travis Kelsey wasn't there because he couldn't skip practice. I was like, well, yeah, duh. He gets paid to play in the NFL, not be her boy toy. So dumb that they actually put this, like, they have five losses. The Chiefs are 8-5. and So dumb that they let this season go to waste behind uh, Taylor Swift marketing. Let's see what Bailey Zappi and those guys do against Patrick Mahomes and Kadarius Toney. The 49ers Cardinals. Come on, Cardinals. Come on, Cardinals. Somebody. I need somebody to beat the Niners, man. Humble them. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Kyler Murray's going to be running for his life. The 49ers are going to go handle business. They are who we thought they were. If they stay healthy, I think they're the favorite to come out of the NFC. I'm wearing a Dallas Cowboys shirt, but I, I'm, I'm not delusional. I don't think the Cowboys beat them. I think it's three years in a row. The Niners knock them out. The Commanders and the Rams. The Commanders are losing out because they, even though they have Sam Howe, they're going to take a quarterback. They're going to fire Ron Rivera. They're going to start that whole thing over. They're literally going to press reset on that whole thing. Commanders won't beat the Rams in L.A. Sean McVay and uh, Raheem Morris, they they know that they have a shot to get to the playoffs with this team. I, I think they continue. Speaking of how about them Cowboys, Kind of scary going up there to face Josh Allen and the Bills. I don't know. I just I feel like the Cowboys are due for an L. The Cowboys are due for a loss. You know, they're they're playing so good. People are singing their praises. Everyone's saying Dak Prescott MVP, MVP, MVP. They beat the Eagles. They beat the Seahawks. They beat the Commanders. They beat the Panthers. They beat the Giants. They haven't lost since November fifth. I feel like they're due for an L, and I feel like Josh Allen. Um, make some plays. I don't know. They should beat. They should beat the Bills. But that the elements playing outside, not in the friendly confines of Jerry World, could be a factor as well. But that's that's going to be a good game. That's a four twenty five game. Sunday night football is Ravens Jaguars. Huge. That's huge right there. I mean, those are division leaders. Those are teams that you expect to be in the playoffs. Those are teams with two top quarterbacks, uh, good coaches. I think I think the Ravens beat them. I think the Jags are uh, taking a nosedive. And then Monday Night Football, that's the last game. Monday Night Football, Eagles-Seahawks. Seahawks are fighting for their lives. But Eagles have the easiest strength of schedule the rest of the way out. And something tells me that those guys know they, they can't lose too many more games. The division is still on the table for them. And uh, they want to get back to a Super Bowl. I think that the Eagles 
go handle business against the 12s on Monday night. But don't count out Geno Smith and DK and those guys. They played well um, against the, the Cowboys, and the Cowboys handled the Eagles. You, you never know. It's the NFL. That's why we watch. And I'll be back at 7 o'clock, 7 p.m. for KM to AM, five-hour football Friday show. We'll probably do a, some of the same conversations. Uh, I have a bunch of stories to talk about from, you know, I already mentioned the hip drop tackle and that potentially being outlawed. Um, they're they're trying to review the fumbling into the end zone and that resulting in a touchback. I had to sneeze. You thought the show just ended? You thought I just disappeared? It'd be cool if I could just like teleport back to my house. Like that's it. <laughs> All right, Loopy on the late night. C-Max coming up next. Call and join his show. I'll be back 7 o'clock. Appreciate y'all. Have a good night. See you then. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.